Disney's episode 13, Your Friend the Rat. Welcome to another episode of Disney-ish, a podcast for Disney fans. I am your host, Christopher, and in the last episode, I talked about the movie Ratatouille, the Disney Pixar movie from 2007. In this episode, I'm following up on that by discussing the short Your Friend the Rat, which is kind of sort of a follow-up to Ratatouille. So this will be another short and sweet episode like my Tangled Ever After discussion because it's a short movie. It was released, I believe, as a bonus feature on the DVD and Blu-ray when that came out several months after the movie came out in theaters. Uh, But now, of course, you can pull this short right up on Disney+. So Your Friend the Rat was released on November 6th, 2007 and written and directed by Jim Capobianco who is returning from having a writing credit from the full-length movie, with additional story by Jeff Pigeon and Alexander Wu. We have Patton Oswalt as Remy and Peter Son as Emil returning from Ratatouille, and we also have Tony Russell playing the disclaimer guy. Uh, I will get to that. <laughs> and music by Alex Mandel, with the musical number that's performed by James G. Dash. It could be Dashy. It's D-A-S-H-E. I feel like in every single episode, there's always at least one name that I'm not confident about the pronunciation of. So quick synopsis of the movie. Uh, Remy and his brother Emil make a case for rats by illustrating the historical and scientific facts about the species and its interaction with humans. So before I get into talking about the short itself... And, uh, you know, what happens in it? Here are a few interesting uh, trivia facts about this. So, a Wilhelm scream, you've probably heard a Wilhelm scream before. If you don't know what it is based on what I just said it's called, then just Google Wilhelm scream. I'm sure there's probably even a Wikipedia article where there's an audio file that you can hear it on. And you can definitely probably look it up on YouTube. But trust me, you've heard the Wilhelm scream before if you watch movies, (laughs) but um, it can be heard at about eight minutes in when a chalkboard drawing of an astronaut is scared of a rat. And at about nine minutes in, there's a 2D rendering of WALL-E and the WALL-E movie was released, I believe in like mid 2008. So this was kind of like a peek at what was to come. As I mentioned in the last episode, You know, Pixar is very well known for inserting uh, Easter eggs to other movies, to other Pixar movies in its movies. Uh, So, yeah, you've got this 2D rendering of Wally. He appears as the driver of a futuristic Mars vehicle during the musical number. And we also see P.T. Flea from A Bug's Life, uh, also a Disney Pixar movie. Uh, He, I guess you would call it a cameo, but it's footage from A Bug's Life, I believe. So... I don't know if you would consider that a cameo, but yeah, he appears in the movie, in the short. And lastly, 
This is by far the longest Pixar short, running at 11 minutes and 16 seconds. Most Pixar shorts are considerably longer, or I'm sorry, considerably shorter than that. And these facts are all from IMDb and Disney Wiki. I will link you to both pages in the show notes. So moving into the short itself, observations about it, key moments, things like that. Uh, it opens with Remy kind of speaking to the audience and looking directly at the camera. So they're clearly like filming a video. It's Remy and his brother Emil. And Remy says, we're here to speak out on behalf of oppressed rats everywhere. And it's immediately pretty obvious that Emil doesn't want to be here, which makes sense because Remy and Emil, you can see from the movie, from the full-length movie Ratatouille, that they deeply love each other as brothers, but are also very different people who don't quite understand each other. So it makes sense that, like, Emil would be there to support Remy, but also not quite on board with what's happening, you know? Like, he doesn't have the passion about this topic that Remy does. I think that that is pretty evident. So... Remy goes on to give examples of times in history, such as because this whole video, the main purpose of it is for Remy and Emil, I would argue mostly Remy, uh, Remy and Emil to demonstrate to the audience of this video why rats are not as terrible as you've been led to believe. And so, yeah, he gives examples of times in history, such as in India and during the reign of the Roman Empire, when Rats were actually respected and even considered sacred. You know, he goes on and talks about the rat in Chinese culture and how it's part of the Chinese New Year. And, you know, I'm choosing to believe, like, because the Chinese thing I knew, I didn't know everything that I learned from this short, but some of it I did know. And so because I was able to, you know, kind of uh, say, okay, yeah, I've heard that before. I've learned that before. I know that's true, you know, a couple of times. I kind of just chose to believe and trust that everything in this short is true and that it is pretty much meant to be educational. So he also goes on to talk about the Black Plague because, you know, if rats are hated for anything, it's definitely because of disease, that people worry that they carry disease on them. And they are frequently, even in history classes, blamed for pandemics like the Black Plague. So Remy is here to set the record straight on that. And he explains that it was actually a flea that caused the Black Plague that transferred from rats to humans, not rats themselves. Rats weren't technically carrying any diseases. It was a flea that made people sick. And this is where P.T. Flea from A Bug's Life makes his appearance. There are definitely a few things in this short that made me laugh, and one of them was the animation of the black rat and the, quote, Norway rat. I say Norway in quotes because that's a whole thing in the short where uh, Remy and Emil kind of have a, I don't want to call it a disagreement because it's not like they're arguing or fighting, but they have some banter about, you know, the term Norway rat. Uh, and so, yeah, there's an animation that kind of depicts the fact that these two subspecies of rat were kind of at war with each other for a while and so you see a black rat and a quote norway rat slapping each other and it's really funny the end the very end of the short is also really funny because they basically get interrupted by a black disclaimer screen with text 
and a male voiceover reading the text. You know, it's just kind of this uh, emotionless, disconnected, you know, voice that's reading the text that we're seeing on the screen. And he says, the views expressed are not necessarily the views of Pixar Animation Studios or the Walt Disney Company. Interaction between rats and humans should be deemed an ultra-hazardous activity involving risks including, but not limited to, exposure to various diseases, serious bodily injury. And this, like, as soon as it said serious bodily injury, this is when I realized, okay, we're not meant to take this seriously. This is a joke. Uh, permanent disability, paralysis, mutilation constipation, and death. Rat bites can lead to disease transmission including, but not limited to, rat bite fever, rat-borne typhus, trichinosis, leptospirosis, hantavirus, and of course, the bubonic plague. Uh, and meanwhile, Remy is talking over the man reading this, and he's saying things like, how many times did I say that they were going to do this, Emil? It's like it's in their DNA. And this is kind of funny because, uh, I mean, it's not just humans that, you know, have put up this disclaimer message with this incorrect information. Like, most of this is not true. It's not just humans that are doing this. It's, by their own admission, Pixar and Disney. So, is this sort of like breaking the fourth wall where Remy and... Emil are admitting that they're characters in a movie? I don't know. I'm overthinking it. But anyway, I really enjoyed that ending, though. I thought that was really funny. It was uh, kind of a nice touch, you know, to kind of further prove their point about, you know, hysteria by listing off all these various diseases that don't actually have anything to do with rats. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of a perfect ending. So as for my rating about my rating on uh, your friend, the rat, there is one thing about this short that kind of made me sad because I really, really love the ending of Ratatouille. And there's something in this short that kind of ruins it for me. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to, you know, either tune out here. I mean, obviously you always have that opportunity anyway, but I'm just giving you the warning uh, <laughs> that, you know, if you want to tune out here or you want to jump ahead a minute or so, uh, you know, because you don't want the ending of Ratatouille ruined, then, you know, I would do that because it kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> uh, this was my first time seeing this. I should also uh, say that watching this short for this podcast was my first time seeing it. Um, but here is what's revealed in this short that kind of ruined the ending of Ratatouille for me. Last chance to tune out. Okay. So this short confirms that the average lifespan of a rat, even in this universe, apparently, where rats somehow have the ability to, uh, you know, cook and, you know, uh, talk and control people, apparently. <laughs> uh, even in this magical, fantastic universe, the average lifespan of a rat is one to two years. And that means that Ratatouille's happy ending couldn't have lasted very long, right? Because I doubt that Remy was like a newborn baby rat. He was definitely, I think, an adult rat. So who knows how old he's supposed to be in you know, Ratatouille, 
as far as like, you know, rat lifespan is concerned. How old is he? I don't know. I don't think that's ever revealed, but he's not a newborn, which means that even if we are generous and give him the full two years in that estimated lifespan, he doesn't actually have a whole two years, right? So La Ratatouille did not last very long. I mean, I feel like these types of movies are best enjoyed when we pretend that real, actual nature laws don't apply. After all, if they did, then Finding Nemo would be about something very, very different than it's actually supposed to be about. Don't know what I'm talking about? Probably worth a Google. I I just honestly feel like I have to dock a couple of points just for that. Like, that was kind of cruel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there also, though, isn't really much of a plot or story. Uh, I would argue that it's probably a little more interesting. No, definitely. It's definitely a little more interesting than uh, Tangled Ever After, but there still isn't really a plot. It's more like this educational, instructional video. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, you know, a fun educational video, especially since... I did learn a lot from it, but that isn't what I expected going into it. So I would drop it another point just for that and land on a solid seven. So if you would like to be featured on the podcast in the future as a feedback contributor, then please contribute feedback. I would love to hear from you. Include your thoughts on the podcast. You can send if you choose to email me, you can send either, you know, a written email or you can attach an audio file and I will play it on the podcast, whatever is best for you. Uh, but I would love to hear from you. And it can be about any Disney movie, really, because if it's a Disney movie that I've already covered, that's fine. I'll include it. I'll still play it. Uh, I'll still read it or play it. If you send feedback about a Disney movie that I have not covered yet, but plan to, then I will save it for when I do. If you send me feedback for a movie or show that I don't plan on ever covering, maybe because I'm just not a fan of it, I can't stand it, I really don't want to have to watch it again, then I'll just include your feedback. Uh, so any Disney project that you would like to talk about, please, please, please share your thoughts with me. I would love to hear from you. You can email disneyshpodcast at gmail.com. You can join the Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash Podcast. You can follow the Instagram page at Podcast, And you can also feel free to follow my personal Instagram page, which is at The Lost Passenger. Please be sure to subscribe wherever it is that you're listening, because that way you'll never miss a new episode. And next up on the podcast, speaking of new episodes, is... The Little Mermaid, the 1989 original animated movie. Uh, so definitely stay tuned for that. I'm so excited. It's been a it's been a hot minute since I've done like a classic, you know. So I'm excited to tackle this. But until then, this has been Disney's reminding you. The views expressed are not necessarily the views of this podcast. Interaction between rats and humans should be deemed an ultra-hazardous activity involving risks, including but not limited to exposure to various diseases, serious bodily injury, permanent disability, paralysis, mutilation, constipation, and death. Rat bites can lead to disease transmission, including but not limited to rat bite fever, rat-borne typhus, trichinosis, leptospirosis, hantavirus, and of course, the bubonic plague.